0: Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to your Circle of Influence. I am your co host, Amy Walker.
0: And I am Dr. Monica Ogando.
1: Okay, Monica, back in the day when I was a new entrepreneur, mm-hmm. I thought that making the perfect schedule was going to be the key to my success. And I remember yes. this one time making out every schedule where every day, and I designed them too. Like I went mm. in and I made each one look cute because mm. I thought it's kind of like that whole workout clothes thing. Like yes. you're more likely to want to work out if you're wearing cute clothes. I That's thought true. if the schedule looks nice, maybe it will be easier to follow. And so <laughs> I went through every single day I like that and I too. scheduled it out according to 15 minute blocks. Oh and my I looked at it and I was like, okay, on paper, my life is perfect and I can officially achieve all of my goals and have a strong, healthy marriage and keep my house clean and take care of all of these babies. Because at the time I had three that were all really young and close together. Yes. Um, and it lasted for one week. It was the most productive week I think I had ever had at and that the least point as a mother. and at the end of the week, it was like, yeah, this is not going to work. Like it's not doable. And so I gave up and I was all kinds of disappointed in myself. And I thought like, oh, it's me. I can't do this. And I I look back with what I know now Mm. and I just, I had not built a sustainable workable schedule. And it's interesting how when we, a lot of us, when we schedule, we do what I was doing, which is we try to control
0: Mm. and
1: harness time Mm -hmm. and tell time what to do instead of creating a partnership and a relationship with time. Yeah. So my uh, thoughts on scheduling have shifted a lot over the years, but I will tell (laughs) you, I do consider myself to be a highly productive person. I get a lot done and uh, it's been a learning growing experience for how do I actually create that that sustainable schedule that works. That's what we're talking about
0: today. I love this conversation, Amy, and I love that you this on our on our docket because we both have a lot to say about this
1: yes yeah yeah okay so monica when you are looking at creating your schedule how do you how do you get started
0: yes so i have shifted from the the idea of time management to more like the idea of energy management Mm. i know for myself i am a night owl and i do not do single digit mornings except for amy except
1: (laughs) I do get single digit mornings once in a while from
0: you single digit privileges. So, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm sleeping the entire morning. It just means that I'm not available for public consumption because my mornings are reserved for my meditation, my workouts, my internal work. Some of the things that I, I need like just white space and thinking time, um, So that I can devote myself to if I'm if I'm working on copy, for example, if I'm working on a proposal or whatever, I need some quiet time. And in the afternoons, I'm much more social, I'm much more available to expend energy. See, Mm -hmm. this is the difference between introverts and extroverts. People think that an introvert person is shy and an extrovert person is outgoing. This is not a personality characteristic. This is how we derive energy. Extroverted Mm -hmm. people get energy from social interactions. Introverted people expend energy in social interactions. Right. So by the time that you're done with five, six meetings, if you're an introvert, you're spent. Mm -hmm. But an extroverted person is like, woohoo, you know, because their gas tank is full. Right? Yeah. (laughs) So for me, it's like, okay, the mornings are the time when I fuel up and the afternoons are the times when I spend that gas because I'm doing meetings, I'm doing coaching sessions, I'm doing speaking engagements, I'm doing you know, virtual conferences and so forth. So, so that's on a day-to-day basis on a week-to-week basis. I also know that there's an energy to the day, right? Mm -hmm. So if you follow the etymology of the days of the year of the week, you'll know that they are named after a certain energy or a planet. So Monday, for example, is named after the moon. Even in Spanish, lunes is named after luna. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is named after the god um, um, Mars, is a god. Uh, well, the planet Mars. Let me say that again. Tuesday it has the energy of the planet Mars. Wednesday has the energy of Mercury. Thursday has the energy of Thor or the planet Jupiter. Friday has the energy of Venus, or Frida in some in some other traditions. Saturday has the energy of Saturn and Sunday has the energy of the sun. So for me, Mondays are internal days are the days when I do a lot of the planting, the intention setting, the reviewing of the things um, Mm -hmm. in my business and my portfolio, the projects that I'm working on, et cetera. So I don't take meetings um, on a Monday and and that's not the quote unquote start of my week either. Tuesday and Wednesdays are the days when I'm like... (laughs) Is boss of the warrior mode? (laughs) Is boss of the wall vulgar? I don't know. It sounds. It just sounds like. Well, you don't have them, so well. (laughs) That's another sermon for another Sunday.
1: So it might be (laughs) vulgar, but it might also just be anatomically
0: incorrect. Anatomically inaccurate. Okay, we'll go with that. (laughs) But Tuesday and Wednesdays are days of like get it done. Those are my hustle days. Those are the days when I'm getting stuff done. I'm like having the meetings, I'm talking to my corporate clients, I'm making the moves on my portfolio, I'm trading, I'm doing, you know, it just feels like a lot of activity. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Thursdays, Jupiter days, are the days that I'm either coaching, or I'm having sales calls for coaching, or sales calls for speaking, or sales calls for whatever Mm -hmm. else I got going on in my business. And then Fridays are Oshun days, I call them Oshun because Oshun is the, uh, the, uh, and African trad- traditional religions it is the deity, like Venus, like Aphrodite. It's like this lover energy. So a lot mm-hmm. of the um, networking, socializing, that's when I get my nails done. That's when I meet my girlfriend for lunch. That's when I do a lot of like, like that Venus, happy, girly mm-hmm. kind of energy, right? Um, it's also Finance Friday for me. So I look at what I've created money-wise um, because Venus is also the goddess of abundance. So I handle a lot of my money um, accountability conversations in, on Friday. Saturday is a day of clearing for me. So my, for as long as I can remember, my husband has always worked on Saturdays.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, Saturdays are a day of like clearing. For example, it's a day when I do a lot of stuff at home. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that I didn't have time to do during the week, et cetera, I do them on the Saturday. But I also do them super early. And that's, and that's the reason why. Because it's like nobody's in the grocery store at 7 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday but I am because I need mm-hmm. to handle some stuff. And then Sunday is a day for planning, for resting, for um, getting clear for the week ahead. For It's kind of like my January because I'm yeah. releasing the old and, and bringing in the new and, um, and then starting it again. And that goes on week by week, but it also quarter by quarter because this, the, the year itself has its own energies. Mm-hmm. There's a season for being quiet. There's a season for productivity. There's a season for um, vision work and so forth. And so I'm very clear on that. And I, and I organize my schedule according to that. And then that's what makes me feel energetically aligned. It's what prevents work uh, burnout for me. And it's what has me say, yeah, when I say yes to things, it's not out of a sense of obligation. It's a sense of desire. It's a sense of commitment. It's a sense of devotion. And th- that feels very, really good for me.
1: I like it. So there's a couple things that I have found when I'm planning my schedules. Um, I look at, first <laughs> of all, the flow, the natural flow of my body. That's the first thing that I look at. Um, now I will say Monica and I are in a different, definitely a different season of life where <laughs> she gets to, and I I envy this as you're talking about, it, I'm like, man, that will be amazing when I get to plan my whole life around just me and Steven yeah. right now. There is a lot of my life that is dedicated to this is what time this bus comes to pick up this child. Yes. And this is what time this person gets home. And these are the after school activities on these days and when pickups happen and all the things. Mm-hmm. So, my schedule is there are portions of my day that are very much dictated by other people. I don't like it, but it
0: is what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Someday but, that will but change. But I'm glad
0: that you know that it's a season because otherwise it would feel like interminable punishment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a season. And I look forward to when that is done. Um, but at the same time, then I also know that there's this amazing portion of my life that will be done too. So I'm just kind of flowing with it for the time being. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look at the flow of my body um, and and my energy. So for example, within the day... I have a daily cycle that I go through. I have a weekly cycle that I go through and I have a monthly cycle that I go through. Mm -hmm. So, um, in the daily cycle, I am a morning person. So I'm going to be waking up at like five to five thirty without an alarm. Right. Like, and I'm, and I'm ready to go. Like that's when I'm creative. That's when I have the best ideas. That's when I want to spiritually connect. Like I'm just, I'm up and I'm ready to go. Um, About three to four PM, I get really tired, and it's because I've been running since five (laughs) AM. Like this is not a it's not a laziness thing. It's like I hit the ground and I'm like, all right, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes by seven AM, I've already like written two thousand words, and then you know I go to the gym, and then I get by eight o'clock. I've like I've lived half a day of what most people get done. So I have to give myself some rest time um and then I really am not productive at all past like five uh, like sometimes people say well can we do a call in the evening I'm like eh, not if you want me to be smart like do you want <laughs> smart Amy or do you want me pre- like in, yeah like I, yeah. what do you want from me because I can't give you a lot after 5 pm yeah so that's my daily flow. My weekly flow is that at the beginning of the week, I have a lot more focus and discipline and energy, and then it slides as the week goes on. Mm-hmm. So by the time I hit Friday, there's very little discipline and focus. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a high sense for doing things that are fun and playing. I was a kid in school growing up who like Friday was t- Friday afternoon, I just was looking out the window mm-hmm. like what am I going to do after school? I wonder if my friends are going to be around, <laughs> you know, I can't wait to watch full house tonight. <laughs> so it was, like it was not productive for me. Yeah. Um, and then when you look at the monthly cycle, um, as women, we have, uh, we, we have basically four different cycles that we go through hormonally where it changes our abilities and, and our, our leadership powers kind of shift in focus. And if you guys want to go learn more about that, look up the episode that we did with Kayla Osterhoff. Yeah, it's uh, amazing and game changing. So I know, for example, that the couple of days right before my period starts and the day that my period starts, my energy is going to be at its lowest. hmm. And I cannot tell you how many times over the years I've just looked at the calendar and I've planned like big events or conferences, and it's during those days. And then I get to those days and I'm so tired, but yet I have to come up with all of this energy to give to the world. And so going through and getting you know kind of tracking that cycle and figuring out okay these are going to be my slow days. Yeah. Um these are days when I'm not going to be doing a big event mm-hmm. but also there's a season in your cycle when you actually have a lot of charisma mm-hmm. and that's your gift. Um, it's when you're ovulating. So if you can plan your big events and your conferences and your things like that during that time when you naturally have a lot of charisma and you're naturally attracting other people, um, you can create a, a schedule that like, honors your body and your need. The whole idea of the nine to five every day is the same. And everyone does the same is a construct that was created by men for men. And it works really well for them. Mm -hmm. But for us, it's actually really exhausting. and It causes a lot of burnout. Yeah. That's the very first thing that I do is I actually look at what are the needs of my body and how does that flow? Mm -hmm. Um, the second thing that I look at is what are the things that I want the most. Mm. Um, like what are my ultimate top priorities? And I put those things in first. So like this year, uh, my schedule is really built around writing. So I have given myself, um, two hours of writing time every morning from, uh, five to seven. And then I have given myself a writing week each week where I have no events. And other than like my normal meetings that happen on Monday and Tuesday, I'm not doing any other work. And um, Monica knows I can crank out a draft <laughs> and <laughs> give me three days. I'm like, here's the first draft of this book. So yes, uh, so I'm giving myself that and my my schedule is based around that. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm not working my business, right? Like I am working my business and I do have big financial goals for the business this year and big profitability goals actually too. Um, I'm more focused on growing profits this year than I am on growing sales. Mm-hmm. And so I have created that time around the writing time. The other thing that is a big priority for me is being Really present and happy to be engaged with my kids because I do feel like last year I was kind of like dedicating a lot of time to kids, but most of it was my tired time. So, what that looks like is I actually have to stop working when I hit the tired spot in the day instead of pushing through it Mm -hmm. so that I can use that time to take a power nap before they all converge on me at home. And then I'm actually replenished and ready to go for you know, the driving and the meets and matches and concerts and all the stuff that we get to do, but I can actually be present and enjoy the experience of being there.
0: Hallelujah. Um, so, you, so take naps? You, you take naps now.
1: Oh yeah. I, oh, I, I actually have always been a really talented napper. Like, <laughs> talented. um, I am, I can fall asleep anywhere and I can literally fall asleep for one minute and wake up feeling better. If that's all I have, wow. I'm like, okay, got one minute to sleep. That's um, fantastic like tens ideal, but yeah, I'm, I'm a very talented napper. It's a, it's a lifelong skill that I've cultivated. <laughs> I, I think you have to be blessed with the initial gene, but you also have to like take the time to fall yes. asleep in random places. Yes. And, um, <laughs> like if I were to go on a tour of my university with you, Monica, I could tell you all the best places to nap Twenty. <laughs> 20- some years ago. I don't know if they're still the best places, but I was like, this bathroom has a couch in it yeah. and nobody ever goes there. So <laughs> map central. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, so when it comes to the schedule, the other piece of advice that I have is that you need more white space than dark space in your schedule. Mm. So mm. I used to have my schedule used to be back to back to back to back appointments all the time. Um, The more that I take appointments and just make appointment days, which Monica does this as well, I have appointment days and then I have days where there will be no appointments because it's really hard to have 30 minutes in between an appointment and look at your project list and be like, I don't have time to do anything. Yeah. Because nothing can be done in 30 minutes, right? Right. right? So if I just give myself an appointment day, like Tuesday is an appointment day for me, and I will do appointments all day long on Tuesday. Um, and then, for example, Thursday is a non-appointment day for me. So I will be doing other things during that time. And it allows me to be able to be more productive and focused because I'm not like, "Uh, there's nothing to do with this 30 minutes. Now, the other piece to that is that I have also developed a question for myself, which is, um, what can I accomplish in the next five minutes? Because mm. a lot of times in your day, I really work hard during the hours that I've designed to work mm-hmm. um, because I do, I want to be done by three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really start until nine, thirty, ten. Mm-hmm. 10 sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, it's not like I'm working, you know, 40 hours every single week. I'm like, I'm trying to get as much done in as short of a time as possible. Right. And yeah. so when I have 10 minutes or I have 15 minutes, I've learned to ask the question, What's the most productive thing I can do in the next 15 minutes? What can I accomplish? And I utilize those small spaces. Whereas when you look at 30 minutes and you say, what can I get done? Not much, right? Like 30 minutes is not enough time to finish a big project. But if you shift the question what can i accomplish in the next 15 minutes it's like mm-hmm. you know what i could send this email that needs to be sent or i could um you know edit this chapter or i could do this and your brain will tell you small productive things that you can do yeah. and sometimes that answer is like the best thing that i can do is take a nap best thing that i can do is stand up walk around get some water reset mm-hmm. for the next meeting you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um utilizing those small spaces i feel like is definitely a productivity hack.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that because then what it allows you to do is to kind of like put the big rocks in first. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, and, and I learned this by, I did some years ago, I did some coaching with Dan Sullivan with, from strategic coach and he, his kind of like scheduling framework is that he, he talks about focus days and those focus days are the The days when you're doing like the revenue generating activities, the things that that create the most results. Right. And then you have buffer days, which are what prepares you for those focus days. Right. Oh, buffer days. Yes. Administrative stuff, research stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have your own days. I forget what the name of the third one is, but it's like rest or it's rejuvenation, et cetera, et cetera. So what I have done, um, you can't see it, you guys, because this is an audio podcast. But, you know, I print out like the 12 months of the year. And then I, I highlight, I have three colors, my three colors for focus, buffer and rest days for the rest days. It's in pink because I just like that just feels so like, oh, it's my time, even though I'm not a pink person. right? I would guess purple. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would use purple, too. Um, but but I use pink because it's it's easy. Easier right. To see yeah. Like, hey. um, so pink for the rest days. And then for the buffer days, I use blue. And for the focus days, I use green because those green days those make money, honey.
1: Yes. So
0: I, it, and it also helps me visually to see like how much time am I spending on each one of these categories? Cause then I could see it's like, dude, you need some more revenue generating days on these, on this calendar, mm-hmm. you know, or dang, you haven't taken a, a day off or a weekend off and you know, however many weeks or months or whatever. And yeah. so it helps me to plan, you know, set aside, for example, the two weeks that I'm in Egypt or the, the the three weeks that I take off at the end of the year and so forth. So that those things are already in there and then I can plan Mm -hmm. around them. And then I don't feel like I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul in terms of, you know, taking time from this category to compensate for the other. Yeah.
1: I want to say one last thing about your schedule is that you also all have a need for breaks that if you'll take time and figure it out, um, you can, preemptively schedule in your breaks. So, and here's the, here's the cycle that happens when you don't do this. You are busy, busy, busy. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, I need to stop. And so you put the brakes on and you go and, you know, do all this family stuff or it's like, it's like the chaos order cycle where you get everything in order and then you're pushing forward, pushing forward. And then all of a sudden you throw chaos into it because you have to put on the brakes and pull back. Mm -hmm. What that's telling you is you're like two or three weeks past due for the break that you needed. Yeah, And so, because you didn't give it to yourself, you created it in the, in like attracting chaos. Some, for some people it's that they get sick For some people, it's that like everything hits the fan with family. Mm -hmm. Um, for some people, it's like you've put off all of your housework for so long that now everything's totally chaotic and you have to stop and pause. Mm -hmm. So if you can figure out like, what's the cycle? So I find that I need to have like, uh, I need to play hooky for like one day a month where we go. And and sometimes, we, sometimes it, this is the benefit of having like older teenagers at home that are actually very responsible kids. Sometimes we'll go on a drive and then we'll be like, hey, by the way, we're not going to come home tonight. So put your brothers to bed and make sure everyone gets on the bus. The <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but like, I, I literally need to just run away from home like a day a month kind of yes. a thing. Um, everyone's fine. They take care of themselves. They all make it to where they need to be. And then we're back by the time they get home from school the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The other thing is, I need once a quarter. I need a longer break, not like a whole week long, but I need like at least once a quarter. I need like three, four days break, yeah, like a long. And so, mm-hmm, just a, a little mini vacation. Mm-hmm. And if I don't take it, what happens is once I hit that point where I needed it, my productivity just goes down and down and down and down, and you're until. No yeah, until you end up sick or something comes up, and you've created it's like your body forces you to take the break. So if you'll just be like, do a little check in and be honest. If I if I am not taking monthly uh, run away from home days, then I need a break every six weeks. If I do take monthly runaway from home every home days every month, mm-hmm. then I can get to the point where it's like I need like four days every three months.
0: Yeah, and then
1: couple times a year, we'll do a longer vacation too, but plan for that. It, it's, and it's not weakness. You guys, this is the thing. I have a client who really was struggling with this. And I was like, why don't you just plan that week off? Like every, you know, every, it hurts us about every five weeks, every five weeks, your everything falls apart anyway. So why don't you mm-hmm. just plan for that week off and the planning and blocking it out will make it so that not everything falls apart when you just don't show up for yourself for a week. That's exactly <laughs> Right. True. All right. I want to hear from all of you tips. What has been working for you when it comes to creating a sustainable schedule? And what have we shared that is going to be helpful for you in creating your schedule for the upcoming year? So leave us a review, leave us a comment, and uh, connect with us on Instagram. I'm at Amy Walker Coach and Monica is at Monica Ogondo. And we can't wait to hear from you over there.
0: Thank you, everybody. Talk to you soon.